So I thought maybe today you could do this podcast in your Yoda voice. Oh, that's that possible. Was Im- that was impressive, by the way. Wow, thank you. I, you you it, really, if you don't know what we're talking about, there was a little bit of a Yoda impression in a homily a couple of weeks ago. It's been a while, so I wanted to like practice in my office, but the walls are thin, and so <laughs> it was quite the quandary. Maybe you, you could have done it at home. Mm, yeah, I guess. But the, the neighbors would be like, oh, there's that priest practicing that Yoda again. again. Right. <laughs> What's up, everybody? Welcome to the 23 Podcast. Michael here with Father Jeff. So good to be here. Hi. What's going on? How's your week? I think it's going well. It's it's beautiful out. It, is uh, it really makes a difference. beautiful today. Yeah, praise it, God for that. We could have just recorded in the middle of a parking space. We should. Out in the <laughs> But in the it's, it's so windy here, it would be more obnoxious than me wearing a jacket. On yeah. <laughs> do you remember that last week? I noticed you're in short sleeves today, ready to go. I will do anything besides wear that. <laughs> Although apparently you couldn't hear it on the... Is that uh, what people said? Uh, that's what that's what someone in the office said. I could barely hear you over the jacket. Right. But... It was slightly disappointing, actually, that, that she couldn't hear it since we like went on about it <laughs> right. so much. That's true. And for like, no one to hear it, that's they probably thought we were like... Had some hearing, mutual hearing some um, things, right? Right, a mutual delusion. So the uh, the idea here is that you know we should get Father Jeff the quietest clothes possible. That that maybe everything just made of insulated cotton. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. If it was socially acceptable, I'd drape myself in velvet. Oh, I think anything can be socially acceptable when velvet. That, that's a Seinfeld line. When is it? Yeah, I was never a Seinfeld fan. <laughs> Or are you a big I, I, I wanted to make that disclaimer in case someone thought that was like my actual like uh, life's mantra. You, <laughs> that you thought that that were you a Seinfeld fan? Uh, I did watch Seinfeld growing up. Yeah, yeah. I I I just never really got into it. I don't know why. Maybe maybe that gap in our ages is enough. Just enough. To, I'm more of the Friends generation. Uh, mm-hmm. Were you a Friends fan? A little bit. Yeah. Um, I kind of got over it though. Yeah. But yeah. All good. I think I was in college when Friends came out. Really? Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Okay, well, let's get back to what's going on here. So this is a this is a big week. We've got uh, Labor Day weekend. Do you like Labor Day? Well, you know, when you have Monday off, it's sort of like no big deal. You t- you always have Monday off. Yeah. That's your day Although, off. Although, uh, we have our confirmation retreat this Monday. So oh, that's I'll, right. I'll be, uh, I'll be working this you, Monday. Well, it's about time. We're, we're ready for you to do something on Monday. You know, I thought I'd give it a couple months and then... Uh, <laughs> Start working on Mondays. Yeah, that's uh, good. That's, no, wait. Can we can we edit that out? You edit what out? That I'll be working on Mondays. Oh, you don't want people to know that? Uh, just just this Monday. Just this one in in particular. I uh, I'm excited for you guys to have the confirmation retreat. Those are always really cool opportunities, especially our celebration of confirmation is coming up here soon in October second. Yeah. Well, and that's that's one reason too. I thought it was important that um, I should like get to meet them. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. You 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 get to still be the new guy with all of them. The uh, we confirm freshmen in high school, which is kind of a neat way to go about doing it. And I think that's nice also for the bishop because there's so many confirmations in the springtime. Springtime for confirmation. 
Do you know Beautiful. that? Re- I dig your reference. Yes. Uh, great. I didn't know your Seinfeld reference, so I just wanted to make sure. Uh, so <laughs> <laughs> the uh, I, I just really enjoy confirmation. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. To that mass a lot. That'll be that'll be good. So yeah, Labor Day weekend this weekend with a confirmation retreat. Uh, liturgically, we're celebrating the 23rd Sunday. It's marching along here in ordinary time. I this one's fun because you know I don't know if you've heard. We really like the number 23. I was going to make mention of that, that this should be special in some ways. Uh, what could, well, we get, it's it's always special. Well, it's always special. Should we get cake? Cake kind of ups it just a little bit. Yeah. And maybe, you know, a couple of like little candles that say 23 <laughs> on it. Like it's, like it's someone's 23rd birthday. I, but can, you but know, we'll and, know, but we'll know otherwise. You know, this weekend's kind of special too. I don't think, I'm pretty confident he doesn't listen to the podcast, so I can... <laughs> I can say it, and he won't even know we're talking about him. Parker, our guitar player, oh. this Sunday mm-hmm. is his birthday. Oh, September fourth. Yeah, and he just celebrated ten years playing. Uh, oh yeah, he did. Poop. That's he, so good. Well, Parker, we'll just talk about him for a minute here. Sure. He, I've known He's him since he was like ten. Yeah. He he sent me an email when he was like ten. He was like, "Hi, my name's Parker. I play the guitar. Can I play at church?" And then he came in and he played for me, and I was like, "This kid's ten and can shred like he's." 35 40 years old 44 44 to be exact yeah so he and i have just been um attached at the hip for a very long time i'm very thankful to have him he's He's, man he's he's like my little brother good yeah i love him and uh so yeah this weekend we'll be celebrating his birthday Mm -hmm. i told him i was gonna put balloons in the piano and then open the lid and let the helium balloons fly out go out at the end of the last mass Mm -hmm. well actually first i said we'll do it at the first mass and then we'll stuff them back in mm-hmm. and then we'll do it again at the next mass. That seemed like a lot of work though. So yeah. And plus you'd know it was coming then. <laughs> That's true. The surprise, the surprise element would be yeah. away. Anyway, I, I got to admit, I'm slightly distracted talking about this 23. Yeah. That, um, you know, next year is 2023. Oh my gosh. And so I'm already looking ahead to the 23rd Sunday. Oh in my gosh. 2023. And did you look, uh, no, oh, I'm just, you're in my thinking mind, about I'm it. just wondering how amazing it's going to be. Well, let's not just celebrate it on one Sunday. Let's celebrate the whole year. The whole right. year is the whole year is ours. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> Daily podcasts. That's right. Noisy coats. All of it. I think there'll be a T-shirt along the way somewhere. Yeah, it'll be, it'll be great. It might bring the podcast audience down to four, but uh, <laughs> I'm I'm willing to take the risk. You know, there there is something about that. I don't know if you are an avid podcast. Do you listen to other podcasts? I listen to one, the Twenty Three Podcast. Uh, oh no, <laughs> no, a different uh, one. I Beyond Damascus. Oh, we've talked about this. Mm-hmm. We we have talked about this on the show. I just I listen to some podcasts that throw out multiple episodes a week. It's very hard to stay up with. Mm-hmm. It's unless you have a lot of drive time, which I don't, and I know you don't. Not anymore. Yeah. Uh, it's it's not the easiest. Okay, hey, let's get into some readings. Excellent. So this uh, gospel for this Sunday is Luke fourteen verses twenty five to thirty three. Great crowds were traveling with Jesus, and he turned and addressed them. If anyone comes to me. Without hating his father and mother, wife and children, brothers and sisters, and even his own life, he cannot be my disciple. Whoever does not carry his own cross and come after me cannot be my disciple. Which of you wishing to construct a tower does not first sit down and calculate the cost to see if there is enough for its completion? Otherwise, after laying the foundation and finding himself unable to finish the work, 
The onlookers should laugh and say, this one began to build but did not have the resources to finish. Or what king marching into battle would not first sit down and decide whether with 10,000 troops he can successfully oppose another king advancing upon him with 20,000 troops? But if not, while he is still far away, he will send a delegation to ask for peace terms. In the same way, any one of you who does not renounce all his possessions cannot be my disciple. Another really uplifting, makes you just feel good to come yeah. to church type it's, of reading. Haters gotta hate. <laughs> yeah, this is I, along the lines, was it last weekend? No, it was two weekends ago where it was another... With the divisions. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And so these these can be kind of tough readings sometimes where people come in and just listen to them at, at first glance. That's actually one of the reasons we were saying this at Connection Point last Sunday. Great group, by the way. Yeah, so good. We, it was a, a large group, especially for summertime. Um, and now that I've been to it, I can register for the parish. Yeah, we'll let you in now. That's sweet. <laughs> that, that's good. How did you enjoy it, by the way? Is that is that a nice way to be able to get to know new people coming in? It was. In? It was great. Obviously, I'm trying to get to know all sorts of people sure. in all sorts of ways. Yeah. Uh, so that was, it was definitely good. I love those events just because it's a nice to put names and faces together yeah. and it's nice to hear people's stories a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when you see those faces again at mass the next week and it's wonderful to be able to, to say hi to them and, and catch up. But as what I was thinking about, as we were talking with them specifically about, you know, one of the things we, we love at this parish is knowing a bit about the readings prior to coming to mass, uh, especially by listening to the 23 podcast plug and first and foremost, for, first and foremost, not your own personal prayer or study yeah, of scripture. It's the first, the first place to go. <laughs> but the the idea that you know having a little bit of context and have having an idea of what this is, what what's in store for us when we come to mass, can be really helpful to help us get the most out of it. Um, and we talk a lot of, about discipleship too when we are meeting with new parishioners because we always talk about. St. John the 23rd being a place for discipleship, for growing in our discipleship of the Lord. So this is actually kind of a perfect tie-in to kind of this season of what we've been what we've been doing. And the fact that discipleship, it means something. It's not just being like a fair-weather fan of Jesus. Um, kind of like we talked about a few weeks ago, and, you know, Lord, he says, you know, I do not know where you're from. And like, well, we ate and drank in your company, and, you know, you taught in our streets. It's like we were, we were Facebook friends with you. You know, we liked you <laughs> on Instagram. Yeah. You know, Again, Jesus is is challenging those who want to follow him to a, like an all in kind of kind of thing because he's just not one among, among many. He's I mean he's sort of God, you know. He's the supreme good, and that's what he's inviting us into is a relationship with the supreme good. But we all know that things get in the way, and so I think that's part of the thing with our our reading here is what you know what competes with God. You know, what can be an obstacle in our relationship with God? Um, even good things. Like he, I mean, he lists the best things, sure. about, you know, father and mother and wife and children, even our own life. Um, yeah, it's like he keeps upping the ante there. Like, just in case I missed anything, I'm just going to throw your life in there. Right? Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. And it's important when we read the gospel, um, I remind myself of this. It's important to know who he's talking to. Mm. Sometimes it's the disciples. Sometimes it's you know the scribes and Pharisees. Uh, sometimes it's to an individual person. Mm-hmm. So it's it's important for us to know who it is that he's talking to. And he's talking to the great crowds. He's talking to everybody. Yeah, you know, it's not just his inner circle. 
who's already with them. Um, it's this great throng who, in some ways, is sort of following along the Jesus train, right. you know, or the Jesus parade, or however you want to want to say it. You know, he's saying it's not it's not just sort of about that. You know, there's a there's a cost that that's involved. It's going to take something from you. It's going to take a, a sacrifice, which is probably why he mentions the cross. Yeah. When you say Jesus parade, by the way, I just see Jesus like throwing candy around, around like you get a Tootsie Pop and you, you know, get a Tootsie Pop. I think it'd be the good stuff, though. Like, like the chocolate. Yeah. Oh, 100 percent. Yeah. Yeah. I would. I don't like I don't want to waste time on hard candy when I right. can go straight to the chocolate. Yeah. That's always the place to go. Yeah. And the choking hazard. <laughs> and the cho- No, we don't need any of that either. No. You know, you, you alluded to earlier um, the idea of. What are the things that I think the phrase you said would get in the way of God? Is that what you said? Yeah. Or the compete. That compete. Yeah. That too. I think in our daily lives, in some ways, many things can compete without us even realizing it because it's what our attention goes to, right? So, first thing in the morning, at least at my house, my attention goes to I got to get the kids up and get them ready for school so that they don't miss the bus. Whereas, Maybe in a different season of life, I would have loved to have that time to wake up in the morning and read a little bit of scripture and and pray. Right now, in my daily life, I'll be honest, that's not the first thing I do when I wake up. Maybe I should wake up a little bit earlier and make some time for that. Um, so it's not even necessarily when it's intentional, right? It's It's just what is constantly grabbing our attention and what are we giving that attention to? And in a world that is constantly inundating us for attention i mean just think of how many times a day your phone lights up trying to get you to look at it unlock it and open up whatever app is beckoning you um there's a lot of things competing for those throughout the day yeah and those things in our life we can certainly invite god into you know uh, that when we put god first Mm. you know we know sort of everything else has its its perspective and everything else then is done for the sake of god so even the getting up early and having to, you know, get, get kids ready to go. Sure. Even that can be done intentionally, you know, out of love for them and out of love for God and, and to bring that into it. Yeah. We also know that we can intentionally over schedule ourselves. Sure. Um, you know, at our um, Bible discussion on Tuesday, people brought up some interesting points with this. Like even our attitudes can compete with God or maybe our fears can compete with God. So even something more internal you know, can also get in the way of our relationship with God and occupy our, our attention and our focus and our energy. Sure. Um, aside from where it, it really should be focused. Well, anxiety can do that a lot, right? Sure. Us, us getting uh, wrapped up in the unknown of what could happen, right? It's, we're not, when you have anxiety, it's generally about something in the future, right? It's not living in the moment of now. Uh, and, trusting in God's plan for what is taking place now and that he's got you in the future as well. Um, and also the idea that when we worry or when we allow our attitude to be negative, that also spills out into the people around us too, you know, that, that affects the people that we work with, the people that we live with, those types of things. I I was also thinking you were talking about like the intentionality of like allowing God into those moments one of my faves, you know him and you love him, Father Al. He's the best. Cheers. He, cheers. He does say cheers a lot, but I love that about him. Mm-hmm. Uh, he loves to talk about 
because I've talked to him about this, even like that, just that rhythm of prayer, inten- intentionality in prayer throughout the day. So, you know, whether you're doing the dishes or making your bed, are you a bed maker, by the way? Certain days. Certain days. You could tell a lot about a person if they make their bed or not. But not mm. that I'm not trying to read into this or wow. not. Wait, sorry. Should, we, should this have been an off-air conversation? <laughs> <laughs> well, that cat's out of the bag. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, you said I, some... I guess I'll be making my bed from now on. There, there, well, just, just saying, Father. Uh, but, you know, the idea that we can kind of get into that rhythm of our daily activities and offer it for specific things or specific people or, or whatever it may be. At, you know, I find myself waking up my children in the morning just saying, please don't let me kill them today so we can get them out of bed. That would be a good thing. It's not a bad prayer. It's not, it's not a bad prayer. By the way, if anybody's listening, I have no intentions of hurting or harming my children right. in put any the, way, Put shape, the or phone form. down. Uh, I, <laughs> there's no calls that need to be made. I, I love them unconditionally. But I think that's, and that is true of our relationship with God too, is that, is that, the unconditionalness and the conditions can be again my schedule my preferences my attitudes my yeah. hang-ups all that you know jesus talk about at the end any one of you who does not renounce all his possessions cannot be my disciples and those possessions maybe aren't just physical things like my stuff or whatever mm-hmm. um you know my toys my whatever um physical thing it can be all the the non-physical things it can be our mindsets it can be even our um relationships as jesus indicates that we can put uh, ahead of him um you know he says elsewhere in the gospel you know there's no one who has given up you know a brother or sister or mother or father or houses or lands who won't get a hundred times more right you know i think it's important to remember even with a you know somewhat sobering passage like this that um, as Jesus says in John ten ten, I've come that they might have life and have it in abundance. So I think we have to always put this in the perspective of that abundant life that God just has in store for us. And that there are things that like get in the way of that. And can we recognize that and um, put God in his rightful place, trusting that it's all for the good of the abundance, yeah. that he really wants to fill us with. Um, yeah, I think um, Pope Benedict, Dick the 16th when he became popes i'm gonna misquote this but he told people do not be afraid of jesus you know he takes nothing away from us but gives us everything Mm. and just that the abundance um but it does take then something of ourselves just like any relationship like like your marriage takes a sacrificing of a whole bunch of stuff for the good of the other for the good of that relationship sure Um, and you you know generally do so willingly Right. You know, and maybe don't even think about it because, because you know, the love for your family, your wife is, is preeminent to you. And then how much more so for God, you sure. know, is part of what, what we're hearing today. The image that popped into my mind as you were reading through the gospel was, you know, this, the word disciple, which as I was saying earlier, it kind of becomes a buzzword. Like it's, I don't want to use it. I don't want to say it's a throwaway word, but it's a word that a lot of people use without maybe understanding the significance of what they're saying. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, and to be a disciple is to be a student, right? To be a student of, of something. In, in my life, I think about as a musician, when you're learning to be a student of an instrument, you are committing hours and hours of your life to honing and practicing and perfecting a craft 
to be good at something. It's not like you can sign up for lessons or sign up for, you know, going to church once a week for an hour and then expect it to like completely infiltrate and transform you without putting the time and the effort into becoming good at something. So I, if anything, I think the word disciple evokes a call to us to put in the practice time. And it's not just a, a show up and kind of slack our way through it type of event. Does that make sense? Yeah. And I think it even speaks to, you know, Jesus's little, I guess, examples here about making sure you have enough money to finish the building or enough troops to, you know, ward off the enemy. There's a, there's a calculation involved. Um, and maybe God wants to move us past that, that calculating. Yeah. Um, and how is it all going to add up and um, sort of go all in for him eventually? Or I'll get to it at, you know, that time of my life. Yeah. Right? I'll worry about it when I'm, you know, when I'm, when I'm older, when I've got the time, when I'm retired, whatever it may be. Well, hey, let's pray about it. Yeah, let's do that. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. I'm the Holy Spirit. Mighty God, help us to just remember the depths of your love for us. Let's remember, Jesus, all that you have done for us, laying down your life for us so that we can have life. Lord, we know it can be uh, difficult to let go of all the things that occupy our, our attention and our, our thoughts and our hearts. And by your grace, God, help us to be open to receiving the gift of you more and more, to be able to put in proper perspective all the things in our life. Help us to know that in you because we are your beloved daughters and sons that we are enough and that we have enough and that there is a abundant life that you have made us for and have called us to god we love you we thank you for your love for us sustain us this day and each day in that love in the holy spirit and through christ our lord amen all right well i didn't get any yoda but I'd rather have you anyway. Thanks, man. Appreciate (laughs) it. All right, everybody. Have a great rest of your week. We'll see you this weekend for Mass, the 23rd Sunday. Uh, I'll bring the cake. You bring the candles. At the 23rd Parish. (laughs) Later.